At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson. And welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Thank you to Bennington, our dream of a lead-in show we get yeah um to a very emotional show today uh funny when it needed to be but uh probably the most sullen ron beddington i've ever heard uh overall yeah and that is uh this is the bonfire and uh, sad news over the weekend saturday morning i woke up to a text that uh radio comedy legend uh, Fez Watley passed away this weekend. It was uh, Todd Hilliard. I want to say his name. That's his name, right? His last name is Hilliard. Um, but uh, Fez, known affectionately, of course, is Fez. Fez Marie Watley. The uh, uh, also the week that you probably would have seen him. Yeah, that was. Uh, I really it it smacked me hard because I was a day or so away from before I go to uh, Tampa usually. I get a hold of Fez in some way, and he came. Last time I was there, he came out with uh, his nephew and some of his friends. It's great. It's great to see him. I saw him uh, a few years ago, I think. Now mm, Thanksgiving at the, uh, at the, the Thanksgiving. Thing. Yeah, that's right. That's the last time I saw him. Show we did, and uh, yeah, this is one. This one smacked me. Yeah, this one smacked me for sure. Yeah, 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 without a doubt. Um, He's a sweetheart <coughs> and, and and one of the funniest dudes. I mean, that Ron and Fez, you know. You were a massive fan of them. Massive fan. And uh, I got into them at near the end of, like, you know, about 2012, I want to say. I was late to the party, but yeah. loved them. Well, that was, uh, you weren't here in the East Coast very much, which was, uh, you know, they were uh, WNEW yeah. for a while. Then and- an O&A, and, you know, I would download O&A, and then I would hear about Ron and Fez, and that's what started piquing my interest, and so I started listening but I never got it consistently because I never had Sirius. Well, and they were on. They were also on Free FM. They were the afternoon show on Free oh FM. Yeah. And they were awesome. They uh, so hilarious. I was like, I remember being like tense when I thought when everyone was getting like fired, yeah, from everywhere with the Stern thing and then uh, O and A uh, stuff all went down. Like everyone was getting shuffled around, but they stayed in there for a while. But I listened to them when they went to DC and everything. But wh- why they meant so much to me. Uh, of course, Ron and Fez. 
I'm talking about, before they opened their arms to me and really changed probably the course of my career in many ways, but uh, also a first show that really opened me up to an audience uh, where people started coming out to shows and they were like, I heard you. Yeah, you know, Ron and Fez awesome. said you were the shit, so we're here to see you. Yeah. Uh, in Tampa, ironically, it was the first time that happened. That's great. They uh, were always so gracious to comics, and you know you could see that at their thanks at the thank, the Bennington Thanksgiving before that. I mean, Ron and Fez was a place where what I loved it. It didn't really have like the. Uh, it was people that loved O and A that didn't want to attack anybody. Yeah, <laughs> it was like this weird like they weren't dicks. They were super funny, but they were never dicks. No, well, I'm, and I, I don't think I'm saying this. I hope I'm not sucking my own cock here too. Do much. it. Ah, get it in there. But uh, I, well, let me let me get, go here in order chronologically. So You're the master of crowd work. <laughs> let me start at the beginning. I, I am a Shaolin monk in the art of crowd. Am in crowd a legend. <laughs> Uh, that should be recognized before yeah. we move any Jay further. Jay Okerson, genius. Genius. Oh. Thank you, No. And I wouldn't step on that legend tag. Mr. Rich Voss will be coming after, and oh, then I'm going to yeah. have to fist fight Bonnie. It's going to get weird. It's be a whole I'm going to have to go do a whole Andy Kaufman route. <laughs> yeah, Rain is going to be biting at your calves. You're going to have to give her a donkey kick. <laughs> so where what, what I discovered Ron and Fez, and Fez is uh, unbelievable, Touched by God radio voice. Yeah. Uh, that he when has. you meet him, you're like, when you see Fez for the first time, you're like, what? really? Didn't picture that. Really? For sure. <laughs> He's, he had one of those voices with the second you saw him, you're like, no, that's you. I kind of found that out way early on, like in looking them up on a, I forget what even that site, they, their old, old site they used to have. Oh, I forget what it's called, but uh, it'll come to me. But I used to go on there, it was like ronandfez.net or something like that, right? It wasn't .com. I think it was like .net or something weird. It was like, I don't know. Whatever it was, I saw how he looked uh, relatively early, and it was surprising to me. But listen to that show, and I, where I say that show, where it meant the world to me was I drove home. I've told this before, but I would drive home uh, about 3 in the morning on average, 2.33 in the morning, with uh, Kevin Hart and Keith Robinson yeah. back to Philly. And you always said that Kevin Hart hated Fez Watley. And for some reason... And it w- he would be openly racist against Fez. You heard it here first. Uh, he was homophobic yeah. towards him. It was, it, there was a lot of stuff. You'd be surprised at a lot of things I know Kevin Hart has said. <laughs> Kevin Hart was a monster specifically about Fez Watley. <laughs> yeah. He's got some real ideas about the Holocaust. He didn't like... Our drops aren't coming through. I hear it. In your headphones? Just now, I think. You're lost, bud. No, dude. It feels. Like, it sounds like it's coming out of the board. It did sound like it was coming. Oh, yeah. Right. That was good. Okay. But the other one was... Oh! Now, let uh, me fix something. You, you fixed know you something. Did, you son of a bitch. What did you do? Shifty Witsky? Shift nah, Witsky. something, you son of a bitch. Shifty Witsky. What the fuck you got going on? But, uh, I know I don't want to buy the copper wire you came to work with. Eventually, uh, Kevin Hart would just tuck her out <laughs> from going on his homophobic anti-Fez rants. <laughs> Meanwhile, Keith was like, oh, no, I hate him. Let God give me a stroke if Fez Watley's a good guy. <laughs> Fez is a good person. Lord, strike me twice. Twice. Lightning <laughs> doesn't strike twice. Oh, poor Keith. Yeah. Keith uh, still fucking rules, though. I saw him at the stand. Always. He's just fucking. He's still talking shit yeah. just the same way. I'm still gambling. Stop having so many strokes. Yeah. Um, um, he's had more strokes than I've had girlfriends in my life. <laughs> uh, so. When me and Keith, we'd be driving Kev down to Philly, be driving home at night. Uh, the way we worked it was that whoever drove didn't have to pay for gas or food, and I was the brokest by far. Yeah, 
so uh, I always drove, which meant also that they were going to conk right out by the Holland Tunnel. Yeah. And then it was just. Did me. you ever pick? Uh, did you ever pick Kev up like a sleepy kid and go like, "Hey, we're home." And he's <laughs> yeah. like in your arms. <laughs> hey, and he goes, mm, <laughs> "Hey, we're back in Philadelphia." Uh, no, but there's a great when he got hammered one time, and when he got out, he was slept the whole way home, and he got out of the car. Yeah. When Keith dropped him off, and then when he got home and opened the car door and the light came on, he was really kept just pissed all over the fucking car seat. Oh my god! I think it was his Ford Focus. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Pissing in a Ford Focus. Yo, Keith had a Ford Focus. You know how broke me and Kevin Hart were at the time, though. Keith had a Ford Focus, and we treated it like it was a Mercedes. <laughs> like, he's like, "Ah, we'll take the Focus up tonight." Oh, I'm like, oh, ooh. La, la. what do we have to do with a mounted Easy Pass? <laughs> ooh. Holy shit, this Whoa. guy's doing it. Are you sure we could take the Nebuchadnezzar up to <laughs> New York? <laughs> it's a fucking Ford Focus. <laughs> the Nebuchadnezzar, dude. We thought that Ford Focus was like, look, like, wow, look at these. Look, I'm telling you, it was a time where you were like, your car windows de- weren't definitely power. Oh, that was the 50-50, the turn of the, turn of the century. They weren't you always, there was, still, there was options. To, fuck it, my dad, my the dad always car had. car option now is, is, is power windows. There's no roll windows anymore at all. You, I don't think you can get roll, my dad always had roll windows. Always. Yeah. Never had a car without it. Well, roll windows are great though to uh, pop a button in your mouth and not hold it with a finger and while you're rolling something down oh you look it's got a good, it looks good rolling down like chugging down a window with a cigarette hanging out of your mouth is pretty cool better be spouting some world changing advice oh yeah for sure that's when you check the other side of it and you know I'm gonna tell you something about women yeah. They listen until they don't. Yeah. Never bet, on, never bet on a pony that has the same name yeah. as your ex-wife. Yeah. Right. If a guy looks happy at the table, he's cheating. Walk away <laughs> from that game of poker. So uh, those guys would fall asleep, and I would for an, the first hour of my hour and thirty minute some ride, I'd get Ron and Fez the replay. That was like the first podcast. Yeah, and man, it just caught their dynamic. True friends. True friends. I said the real originator of to, on on grand scale, like that real, and it's what Ronnie, I believe, I'm quoting him properly, has always said, like this job. He just wanted to. It's like he professionally hangs with the guys on the corner. Yeah, just talking shit, and like, damn, it was that. Yeah, and years later, after being a super fan, illegally downloading their. Well, you, don't uh, their episodes you don't need to say that. You don't need to say that. When uh, I death. didn't have Sirius XM. Stealing money from a dead man's mouth. Then I got a car. Stealing money from his mouth, from his pocket. I mean, well, this is before the app. So yeah. then I got a car. Okay. Started paying for it. <sighs> I can listen to it my car now. You Bam, broke clap. good. I broke good. And uh started listening to the show again a lot uh, in the car. And then Christine, I think, suggested to me. She's like, why don't you try to get on? Ron and Fez. And I was What's like, crazy ridiculous. is your first appearance when you listen to it, it sounds like you, because you do know them so well, it sounds like everybody's known each other for like. Yeah, yeah. Forever. It was, it was the most comfortable when you listen. Yeah, when you listen time. to your very first Ron and Fez appearance, it's like, oh, Jay was a regular at this point. And that's when I think I somehow caught it. I don't know where I was listening to it. And I was like, this is crazy that this is his first appearance. Even hearing Fezzy, uh, it's on YouTube. Read my uh, plugs. <laughs> like the first time was like, it was so like, oh, wow. Oh my God, he's plugging it. He's doing the plugs. Yeah, he goes, Jay's going to be at the side. That's for a plug. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Um, so awesome. 
they embraced me so uh, Chris Stanley, uh, Ron, and Fez. Yeah. The three of them just like instantly became buddies, you know, and Ron's become a mentor to me in many ways. He's a, a radio a person guy. I go to for uh, sage advice on many things. Uh, mostly sexual and cigars. Mostly sex, yeah. I'm like, Ron, how do I satisfy a woman finally? <laughs> I got it. I want a good Havana. Well, buddy, I'll tell you what you got to do. <laughs> Man, I'm real, I'm, I'm real heartbroken for all of them, for Ron and Gail and, and everybody. All right. I don't know why former Jay's popping back up. Hey, show from 10 seconds ago. What's happening, Lou? What's going on? Where do you go? It's what are you doing? Everything's fine. You, I mean, something popping just out. happens. Yeah, it wasn't from me. Maybe one of you guys' phone is on in your pockets. I don't know. I'm on with my voice. I don't like this. I don't yeah, like this don't new know. this new Lou where he just kind of passes the buck. Well, single Lou's fucking. He's doing meth. Yeah. What did you guys do this time? Uh, that was that was a drop. Can I tap in for a second? Yeah. <laughs> you sure can. Um, I'm I'm I feel real bad for that whole crew just because it's um. You know, it'd be like thinking about losing someone here and just how fucking sad it would be because you spend so much time sitting around talking and, and getting it. I mean, and Ron especially. And put like 30 years on that, you know? But that picture of Gail when she's Wednesday and he's Uncle Fester. Yeah. And Fez is Uncle Fester on Instagram. You're like, oh my God, that was her family. Yeah. No, uh, I, I listen And I mean to, to Chris Stanley today. too. You know, you know Chris and Earl and all of them over there, like- I didn't hear uh, if Chris cried, but if he did, I can't wait to call him gay. Whoa! But, no, no, but I will. I'm going to call him. Did he? Christine? Ooh, he's going to get it. I'm a... <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, my boss and my friend. My mentor died. <laughs> you stop. You stop just to keep making fun of him. He goes, all right, Jay, that's enough. And you go, no, no yeah, you're right. Um, no, I got teary the day I got the news. Uh, genuinely, and the first thing I thought I was like, "Oh man, it's like coming to the week where I would like have a chance to see him." That really sucks. And um, yeah, dude, they were such an important uh uh, show to me. Uh, It's what I essentially my dream was or vision with you was to base this show on. You know, like a genuine two-man camaraderie. Yeah, a show based on friendship. Of whatever it is and just lay it out there. I mean, Fez's honesty on the air was jarring and yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, He was willing to share. His coming out of the closet episode That is, is... You played that for me the day it happened. We were at Stand Up New York and we went in your car and listened to it. Mount Rushmore of, co- of radio comedy moments. What's the song they hit? Can you put the... Just, can we play the clip of that? If I'm saying that, play go to go to Fez comes out. Uh, I'm gay. It's dude, and then the pause. <laughs> yeah, and then Ronnie goes, yeah. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. It's worth a listen for sure. Yeah, dude, they fucking rule. <laughs> Fez comes out. And I'm on, gay. And honestly, uh, <laughs> there's not a person you know that's worked at Sirius or been around them that just doesn't know how great they are. Uh, arguably the greatest comedy uh, comedy radio duo. I mean, they really stood the test of time, city to city, successful everywhere they went, uh, maintained a following through all changes. Yeah, which you know we're finding out now. That's like it's hard to do. It's, 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 uh, it's hard to do, and but also like you know it's great when you see it happening that you matter to people enough they swing over with you. 
and they bounced around a, a decent amount and really uh, landed. Is this it? Oh, please. Yeah, play this. Wait, we're trying to cue it. Oh, to the actual part? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just going to, I thought we were hoping to listen to five minutes of it and just kind of, you know, kick our feet up. Yeah. What, am I going to work hard? Today, of course. Uh... I, was, I was kidding. I would just cue it up. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to take their show and play it over our show. What a fun way to be like, all right, I got five minutes. You Jane, know, guys, in, uh, in honor of Fez, we're going to take, uh, take gonna the, gonna take the day off and just play Ron and Fez episodes. Guys, we're going to do Comedy Central's original idea for this show and just toss the clips. Yeah. Uh, Lou, you wouldn't mind hanging around doing commercials would you yeah could you read the commercials and commercials the... well first off we should say we are in studio today we are in studio and today. for wednesday and thursday we get studio time mm-hmm. we're also mm-hmm. as they queue up the ron and fez clip we're in our old home this is the site of jacob doing push-ups outside for deb that's right this is gilly suits this was Artie Lang walking in here and on heroin and scaring both of us in a sad way. <laughs> Artie Lang coming in and, and uh, nose uh, are just bleeding out of nowhere. Dude, I swear to God, if you find that exact episode, you can hear both of us gasp the second he walks in. We're like, oh, fuck. And then when he's... Kills. And then he, he just kills. But he had one of those lines popping up out of a nod. Yeah. He, was, he had his eyes closed, and then he goes, ah, yeah, it's like my buddy. Whatever. And he tells the story, and it was like, I've said it before, murdered. Leaving that day, and we're like, Artie, you all right? You need help? He's like, I'm going to go see Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> just look, I'm going to go see Hamilton. He looked so bad that both of us had to stop talking on air to be like, holy shit. Dude. I haven't seen Artie in so long. I saw, him, he, I saw him uh, right before the cellar opened back up, and he looked good. Really? Yeah, he still looked good. Jacked. His uh, yeah, his nose wasn't fixed, but his you know he looked fucking yoked, dude. Doing a lot of he's doing a lot of gear, doing a lot of tests. He's doing a lot of D balls. Is he pumping tests, dude? You have new Artie Lang, Jack Diesel. He started positive from about Artie for once. Yeah, dude. That Artie Lang got it all together, and he opened up a boxing school for a troubled youth. Or you know you, you know that Artie got second place in the CrossFit competition. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, he just got back from the Olympic trials. Yeah, he just he just uh, clean and jerk. He's like, oh my god, get the fuck out of here! Oh my god, he's on the handball. He's I on the American handball. I bet Artie does have like a crazy, like one thing he like leg press a thousand pounds. He just got some one weird like yeah, like an oddity strength. Yeah, <laughs> just one crazy strength. He's like, that's a New Jersey beach lift, and you're like, no, that's a hanging jerk, and you can do it. You can do four hundred pounds of it. All that years of abuse, something good's got to come out of it. Maybe like he feels no pain on his arms. Oh, something nutty. Like he can Muay Thai fight. They don't have to roll the nerves off him. Exactly. So you he just get re- kicked in the leg and he's like, that was nothing. You're yeah, a to pussy. Him, to him, he has peg legs. Yeah. He, he hasn't felt his shin. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire. And that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is... Nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. Addiction plays hardball. 
he would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In years. Do we have it? Do we have it queued up? How's our queuing process working? Good? Hit the queue. Yeah. You know, in London, that means line. Or in England, that's cool, huh? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is one year ago since your dad passed away, Fess. Yeah, one year ago today. So you decided to, that today is a day that you wanted to uh, talk to the audience about stuff that's been going on with you. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, of course, that day uh, last year was one of the biggest changes of my life and so um big change to announce today uh on the ron and fez show so today seemed like the appropriate day to make this announcement and just let everyone know and i appreciate everyone who's been so interested during the announcement but just to let everyone know that um i've come to terms with things and i just want to tell everyone that yes i'm gay and i am gay ron i'm gay that's the announcement i'm putting it out there it's not a bit it's not a character i'm fez watley and i'm gay so you're, you play a gay character. No, 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 no. I am a gay person. The old Jersey governor put it best. I am a gay American. And I'm Fez Watley. You are gay. finally ready to say the thing that's taken now years to say. Yes. I wanted to do it before I was 30. Well, that's Watley. Uh-huh. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for the patience. Uh, and no, I have no patience with you. Rest in peace, Fezzy. Yeah. Uh, he was so, I know by the uh, end of his career, he was so anxious. And that's what I also felt I wanted to say. I did feel like a real kinship to him in that way. 
um, because I said I'd hear his, like, you know, I'd hear it on the show. And he was mm-hmm. very honest about his stuff that he was going through, and he'd be very flustered on the air, genuinely. And uh, I really, like, I felt it. I was really like, man, I was like, I'm kind of going through, at the same time almost. Yeah. A very similar thing. So it was pretty crazy. But that Fez comes out. I heard it live driving into the city. Yeah. This is when you were living on Long Island. Yeah. I heard it live. Or a I remember- It was a replay. It was a replay coming into the city, and I had to rewind it. Because uh, you had it queued up when, when I- you were later at the comedy club. Like, did you hear Fez come out? And I was like, I heard, I heard about it. I didn't hear the segment. And you're like, I have it loaded up. Yeah, it's God damn it. It's so funny. You make me feel great. Um, <laughs> didn't do a uh, didn't Ron do a bit forever where he pretended Fez hated you? Yes, he did. In fact, that's a fun thing to bring up too because you thought Fez actually did hate you. I came in and he was upset with me. For sure, he was I mad about. I, he was I, mad at Legion of Skanks. I was mad at Legion of Skanks. I went home frazzled because I was like, also, I didn't say anything really. That I was like, I was like, I forget what it was like. I think Anthony made like some uh, pretty like cruder gay jokes, maybe or something. Whatever it was, sure. I was just like, I had far from said anything that was that shitty. Whatever I said, ticked them off, and he just focused it all on me. Yeah, and he came, and I came in the show, and he like uh, he didn't dress me down. He was like really uh, upset with me, and it seemed pretty real to me and i uh and i went home and i was upset that was the day of the explosion of the building on seventh avenue yep really because christine couldn't seventh street christine seventh street christine couldn't come with me because she had a uh, strep mm-hmm. so she was home and she heard the explosion happen i Dang. was uh i was up here uh feeling terrible for that fez was upset and i left not in a huff, but like I left quickly. I didn't. It wasn't like long on goodbyes because I was just like I was like, oh no, he's mad at me for real. Went to do a gig in Florida later that week. I think it was like the next weekend or something. And I saw uh, Liz sets fire. Saw me, and she was funny. Longtime fan of the show. Also. Oh yeah, of Liz course. Sets fire. Yeah, Liz and sets she fire. Goes, uh, and we Liz... inherited her and Sarah McPants. We inherited a lot of for people sure. from Bennington, from oh, Ron yeah. and Fez, but Ron uh, and Fez specifically. Liz sets fire. I remember this. She said to me, she goes, so is uh, Fez still mad at you? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. It's like bumming me out. <laughs> it's the best. He's kept it. Ron, they could keep it going. Yeah. No, they're great at it. It's the I, Honestly, it's otherworldly how good they are at keeping I'm work. so bad at that. I sort of feel yeah. bad for the person I'm doing it to. <laughs> they never do. Yeah. God, they can keep it going. Even, it going. even still when you brought it up, Ron, I think the last time you brought it up to Ron, Ron was like, well... He never said he wasn't. No, no. I think that's what I used. What I said, uh, I go, hey, how's Fezzy doing at one point? And uh, I go, he was like, he's like, he's doing good. You know, he's good. He's with his family and he's blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah. I go, does he still hate me? And he goes, well, he doesn't ask me about you. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That was the one. <laughs> but, uh, but she, uh, so Liz sets fire. She goes, does he still hate you? I go, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. This is horrible. And she like cockeyed, smiled at me. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. And almost like she was like, I thought she was saying like, you're part of a work. I go, no, no, no. There's nothing to come on. I am operating under like, I don't know. He like, he was very upset with me. He had said if I would shave my head that he would like forgive me or something. And then I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then so we... uh and she started just looking at me like, come on. And then when she just started describing it, she goes, it's a work. It's wrestling. They're like wrestling guys. Like, they're putting you over. 
Like they're putting you over. Yeah, like by you, saying like your you name. You guys over are getting ready to like do a show. Uh, bonfire was in the works at that point. Yeah, I think. and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah. He goes, they're putting you over. Like they're they're doing the thing. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, they said. I never Legion looked at it that way. So many times it was just Legion of Skanks. I was, Legion of Skanks. <clears throat> I was on the next day, and they were asking me about it. Yeah, and they just kept talking about Legion of Skanks. Right, they were putting us up, yeah. and, and that was what they were doing. They were putting During us up. heat. Yeah, it was really fucking cool that they did that, actually. And then, uh, you know, it'd be really funny if Ron goes on, if he hears us and goes on the mark, he goes, no, that's not what we were doing. Right. <laughs> genuinely he didn't he like He didn't him. like you for a, for a time. There was a short moment where he despised <laughs> you. But um, no, and then when I saw him, the next time I saw him again, I believe was... Tampa. Was it Tampa first? Yeah, I think so. No, I think it was maybe in the Thanksgiving show. I don't know which one, but one of them. When I saw him, it was so like, uh, oh, it's actually a really sweet moment. When I saw him, it was just like, give me like a hug and like a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Which was uh, even more affectionate, I'd say, than normal. Like for You know what I mean? It yeah. was just like, uh, probably just see a familiar face maybe down there or something. But it was uh, it was pretty cool, man. Like he was so important to radio, so important to me personally. I'm sure to all of us. DJ Lou, I know you're good at this. Do you have any words? Uh, not a fan. <laughs> I'm in the black radio. <laughs> you know, I'm not a fan. Um, I uh, knew Fez a little bit when he was on his way out. Uh, he would he would share a, a desk with me, and he was really sweet and. Uh, you could tell on the air he was going through some deep shit and he was really having a hard time, but he was always so cool and sweet and nice to us in the hallways and very funny. And that's what I get to say. Oh, and the, I didn't finish, get to finish, that was beautiful though. I didn't get to finish what I was uh, sucking my own dick for a little bit. Yeah. I was sort of sucking Christine's dick You're the master of crowd work? But I, uh, I got in there through uh, uh, Pete Dominic. Actually, yeah. I reached out, I know you work at Sirius. You know, he's like, oh, I know Christine. Those guys are great. I'll get him, get a hold of you. And he did. And I was on the show. Damn, and then you turned your back on him in the DeRosa beef. No, I did not. I've uh, always I've had his side. Here, guys, for remember, 10 for years. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> he plugged you in, and then you because destroyed him. not what happened at all. You're being a cunt. <laughs> I go to that all, all the time. You're, You're being a cunt. cunt. You're being a cunt. Being a cunt. cunt. So Pete Dominic got me uh look from Chris Stanley who called he me. He said, never turn your back on me. Just as long as you promise to never have Joe DeRosa on <laughs> your show. If you ever work here, and let's say it's a problem with, I don't know, like Joe DeRosa, just don't take his side. I didn't take anybody's side. No, no, you were team DeRosa. Don't you dare say shit like that. Yeah, Pete Dominic fired. <laughs> <laughs> I had him removed from the building, sure. That was me. You got him fired. Sure. You sure, your, that part was You me. and your Egyptian jackal got him fired. Oh, when we started coming in and Christine would come in with me and we were talking about, I don't know, if, of course I know already Bobby Kelly and, and Voss and all those yeah. guys, but I don't know if they were like on the radar as much of the newer, younger guys coming up. And Christine started sending people in a bus, so that's yeah, when, I remember that's, that. when, that's when she was getting them. Like, so I think through that's where they got like Sam okay. Morell, Joe List, maybe even Mark Norman. Me, it was the first time I yeah, yeah I had been going up with you because I was just so excited to like come to Sirius mm-hmm. and sit and watch the show. I'd become a fan of the show through listening with you. And when they made the move from uh, Obi and Anthony Channel over to Raw Dog, uh, they asked me about booking comics, like bringing comics into the show, and I put a list together of like you know 40 comics to bring up and try to pitch it and it was my first booking job ever where i was able to like didn't you get in che before che was che 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. Think I'd so. have to look at the original list, but I was so excited to because I saw what they had done for you. Just as far as touring and people showing up from Ron and Fez, I was so excited to have something to like bring comics into to like you know give them this incredible forum to yeah. try to like shine on the show to then maybe get have that translate into people coming out to see them. Well, they set you up to win, which is great. Yeah, I don't know if me and Dan do that. No, we set you up we to watch greedy. us. We set you up to watch us be funny, though. Yeah, come over to our house and watch us play with our toys. Hey, if you want to see this person be funny, go see him on their tour. Right now, you're gonna watch them watch me and Dan be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. We're like, come down to the basement. All right, I got my fort set up, so you can just hang out on the couch. Oh, if it excites anybody, I believe next Monday we'll have for the full show again. Tony Roberts. Yeah. In Stude. What? Are we, we back in studio fun. next month? Uh, can, I think we can be. I think we can be. Damn. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like the boys are back in town. Picked the wrong weekend to go subway pole licking. <laughs> Boy, did you pick the wrong week for that. Jacob, any words about Fez? I know he was super, you were a super emotional guy. Um, I, I probably didn't even know him as, as much as Lou did, but it was just like kind of like <laughs> I thought the show was kind of mythical to me so yeah I mean Fres was just very friendly to us in the comedy department so even though you worked I, uh, over at the foxhole I wasn't yeah I was nobody <laughs> so he was uh, he was just the always nice guy and that's just what I, I remember about him you were never uh, nobody you were Jacob Batot from foxhole radio yeah, you were you were already a phoenix rising yeah, you are look, six man, everything I like is rugged you're 16 phone calls <laughs> You're 16 phone calls away from Jamie Foxx at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I go, hey, do you want me to get a hold of Jamie Foxx? Do you have three weeks? Yeah. He goes, Nelson, there's a lot of channels I have to go through. There's a lot eventually, of what I say will get to him. A lot of doors that might not swing open, but I, <laughs> I know where they are. I know where they are. Um, Sarah McPants tweets that whoop, they were... So Hello? They were so good at keeping a bit going that when they announced Fez was leaving on April Fool's Day, I didn't buy it at all. I even told people it wasn't really happening. Uh, trying to be a carny and I was still a rube. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. It's like, he's like, I'm leaving on April Fool's Day and then actually leaves. Yeah, <laughs> and then just hilarious. left and they're like, what's up? So it's not... It was... Uh, it's yeah, wild. Man. And you know, and look, Bennington, uh, it's, it's a, what a beautiful concept for a show that it lives on with... Uh, like with Fez's memory, but uh, Gale. some people like Gail and it being there and Chris and stuff, so they get to keep his name uh, alive as we all do for a long time. Black Lou, any thoughts? Another dead whitey who gives a shit? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tiger. <laughs> uh, as a lonely kid, uh, my family moved from Georgia to New Jersey. Uh, and when I put on the radio, that was the first show that actually came on really? on air. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of opened my eyes up to all kinds of talk radio. Um, Opie and Anthony, I think Don and Mike might've been on the, sh on the channel at the same I think time. They were, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I briefly remember Don and Mike. That was N.E.W. N.E.W. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, always loved Fez. And then when I came to intern for Opie, it was awesome seeing him in person and being yeah. like a foot from him. Like. I, I do rarely get starstruck, but with Fez, I was like, holy, he's right here. Yeah. Fez is right here. Just like, standing next to you in the booth? Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. He's definitely a, um, a part of my radio DNA. Yeah. 100%. Being a fan and, and an employee, definitely. 
Christine met him, came on to him. Three weeks later, he came out as gay. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. We did not know that she was the push. She was the push. I hope you guys know That's when they rape you to show you what a homo you are. Oh, wow. I mean, the man is... I mean, been dead 72 hours. Let the body get cold. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Uh, So condolences, obviously, to his family. Absolutely. Uh, The entire Bennington family. Yeah, both of his family. And the Ron and Fez crew uh, of the past, crews of the past. Uh, I know Vito, just so many people that have worked there. Check out, I bet, whatchamacallit's pretty sad, uh, Dan Perlman. Was an intern over there. That's where I met Dan Perlman. Yeah, that's where I met Dan, too. Uh, just so many great people, and I hope for the best. Hope, uh, you know, I think they're going to do something. I think Ron said today he's gonna, they're going to do something and try to do something in New York and Florida, uh, and some sort of memorial. Awesome. You know, go out with a bash. So well, like when that. we find out about it, we'll hopefully we we'll give you a part of that in some way. We'll announce it at least here. Give Absolutely. you details. Rest in peace, Fez Watley. R.I.P. Fez, Fez Marie Watley. You will be missed. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.